about my pay grade. Uh, but I, um, when, when I think about that and I think about what could be, I mean, if Clemson had beaten Duke and they did, we all know they did. We all know they did. Where would Clemson be seated right now? Where would they be in Lenardi's bracketology? Where would they be? A three? Because I sort of think a three might be the answer. I think had Clemson rightfully been given the Duke game and not had that deal ripped from them, I think Clemson might be a three seed. You know, you think about the performance this team has had on the road and some of the road wins and some of the big wins against other conference teams. You know, I think they might be a three seed. Uh, Texter said, uh, no, they didn't. I don't know what no, they didn't means. I, I don't I, I don't even know what you're referring to. No, they didn't. Uh, I don't know if you're saying that Clemson didn't have the game at Duke rip from them. Well, I'm sorry they did. Everybody knows it. Even Duke knows it. Uh, everyone knows it's how it always is in that building. It's how it's always been in that building. Um, never changes. You have to beat them by 12. It's just uh, sanctioned cheating is what it is. It's it's sanctioned by the league, and it's just flat-out cheating is what it is. So, that yeah. I mean, that game was ripped from Clemson. Clemson was the better team. They were the better team. They outplayed them all game long, and they had the game systematically taken from them. The same way uh, Johnny Cash was going to steal that Cadillac from the uh, the uh, uh, the manufacturer. Remember, Mona? He's, he's going to steal it like one piece at a time. What? You don't know that song, the no. Johnny Cash song? No. Where he steals like a Cadillac one piece at a time by working at the, the manufacturer? No. He, uh-uh. he takes like one piece home every day? No, I've never. You really I've never don't know that. that song? Okay, yeah, you got to find I'm that sure. song. You got to find that song during the break. But uh, but that's what happens in these games at Duke. They systematically steal the game from you one bad call at a time. It's the same same exact principle. Same exact principle. And and that's what they did. Um, because other than that, Clemson would be uh, I, I think would be a three seed right now. And I'm just going to keep saying what I'm saying. And there are a lot of. There were a lot of guys that stepped up and played big, basically in the absence of PJ and uh, to, to a, perhaps a lesser degree Ian in in the game because Ian impacted the game from a rebounding standpoint. But PJ basically didn't play. I mean, he basically, uh, what he play? Fifteen minutes, whatever it was. Uh, he basically was just never on the court, never got in any any rhythm at all. Hit a couple big shots uh, late in the second half when Clemson needed baskets. But, uh, but by and large, this was a guard game. This was an R.J. Godfrey game. Uh, and and every game now is a Jack Clark game. Every game is a Jack Clark game. Um, Tester said, well, how concerned are you going forward about this injury that Brownell says keeps uh, preventing P.J. Hall from practicing? Uh, I'm concerned. It, it, you know, I, um, it, it's the type of thing that is not going to heal until he uh, gets a chance to rest for like two consecutive weeks, and that's not going to happen. So, you know, it's just going to be one of those deals he just has to play through. And quite honestly, he spent this whole career at Clemson playing through injury. So, um, you know, it's he's been uh, tough enough to do that, and he'll continue to do that. Um, you know, did the, did the only play in 15 minutes or whatever it was the other night help him? Maybe in some ways. Maybe. You know, we'll we'll see. But yeah, I mean, is that a is that a concern? Sure. I mean, you know, he's your best player, and you would like him to be fully healthy. But you know, that's just not the reality of it. Um, Texture said, uh, with the uh, with the grin thing, as long as Jack stops uh, shooting the three. No, look, he he needs to keep taking that shot. He's capable of making that shot. But uh, you know, look, I've said this from the first moment he returned. <laughs> The first moment you took, we've now asked Brad the same question three times, Ramon, and each time he moves more into my column. You know, (laughs) when I I asked him the first time, he's like, "Eh," you know, and if you missed it in in a series of interviews, I have asked Brad Brownell three different times now, uh, is Jack Clark the missing link? 
when I asked him that the first time, it was just after Clark had played. The first time he played. He played like 15 minutes or whatever. It was the first time he played. And Brad was like, no, you know, I, I, don't, I don't. He really, he didn't really say any words. He just made sounds that made you think like, I can't talk about that. I can't think about that right now because I can't, I, I have no way to believe that that's going to happen another night. You know, that it's going to happen, that, that Clark is going to stay in, on the court. Well, Clark has stayed on the court. And Clark has changed the nature of this basketball team. It's not hard to understand why. You know, Clark reminds me of a bigger Dunn from Virginia. Dunn might be the best defender in the nation. He has to be because they only scored 40 points. <laughs> so he has to be. I wrote on Twitter the other night, Virginia basketball is like waterboarding. It's like, it's the same thing. Oh, how come? Yeah, it's just awful. I mean, it's just, it's just impossible to watch. What they score? 44 points against North Carolina, whatever it is. Um, you know, by the way, on one thing on that, Ramon, I heard Tariel Chad on my way in uh, mention that and talking about how awful Virginia is and how terrible it is to watch them play offensively. I'd like to remind Chad that his team was the author of the four-corner offense, and they played games where they scored like 10 <laughs> with all the talent they had. I mean, you know, you know what? You know what, man? There's been some dumb crap in the history of basketball when there wasn't a shot clock, like John Thompson slowing games down where he had Patrick Ewing and all these super NBA players, and he would slow games down to control the game and control the pace, when really what he should have been doing is playing as fast as he could and, and creating as many opportunities as possible. Uh, instead, he did the opposite. Well, you know, Dean Smith at the four corners. I mean, dude's, dude's blessed with the best talent in America, and he stalls the game to like a, a bad high school game because he had Phil Ford. I, I mean, that wasn't how you should have been winning. It was the worst. Honestly, in a sense, basketball has never been worse in the history of the game than when North Carolina was running the four-corner offense. Did they win doing it? Yeah, because Phil Ford was a freak at the college level. But, you know, when you have more talent than everybody in the country and you have an elite lead guard, that is not how you should be playing basketball. So, you know, we can't forget about that in terms of the history of the game. There was a time where North Carolina played a much worse style of basketball than Virginia does. Than, than Virginia does now. I know it's hard to imagine because every time I watch Virginia play, I just want to take pencils and poke my eyes out. I, I, I understand how hard that is to imagine. But on the Clemson front, just to be clear, uh, you know, Jack Clark has changed it all. And he's changed it all because Dunn of Virginia is a 6'8 guard wing. Jack Clark is 6'10". And this is the, why he's the missing link. He's athletic. He can move his feet. He knows how to play the game. He's a great rebounder. He rebounds out of his area. He changes shots. He blocks shots. He can guard every single position on the floor. He has changed the game. Honestly, I think he's starting to change Wiggins, too. Because Wiggins is, has, I think, recognizing that if he does not... Look, Brad has wanted Wiggins to get better in certain areas for a year and a half, and it just really hasn't happened yet. He's a potential offensive machine, but it's everything else. Defense, moving your feet, proper rotations, understanding what they're doing, uh, rebounding. It's all those things. And and maybe he's starting to understand what it what it's going to take for him to get minutes because he did have a good plus minus the other night. Um, and and this team needs him. They need him involved. They need him to stay engaged. But make no mistake about it, Clark is one hundred percent the missing link. He he has changed everything on the defensive end. Understand this. Remember early in the year, all these opposing guards were having their way. With Clemson, they were Clemson couldn't level them off. They were getting where they wanted to. Clark is changing some of that because he sags in. He forces these guys to pick up their dribble or rethink what they're doing, and then he recovers because he's 6'10 and so long and athletic, and he just has a feel for how you play the game. He, it doesn't matter if he scores a point. I mean, would you like him to, to give you 8, 10 points? Yes. Is he capable of that? 100%. 100%, as we started to see a little more of recently until this last game. But make no mistake about it, he is impacting 
every second on the court. He, what I wondered about when I asked Brad about this the first time was, look, remember Ramona, I had brought up this issue with Brad a long time ago, and I carried through on the same thought process and asked him about it multiple times, about how he handles the dilemma of having a starting lineup that's basically all offense and a bench that's mostly defense. And that was when Wiggins was starting. You know, and I said, because basically you got a problem because you don't have any of these guys in the same body. Your best offensive players, your best defensive players, they're not in the same body. You know, last year you had Hunter Tyson. This year you didn't have any of those guys. You didn't have, you counted on Clark to be that guy. And that's why I asked him if he could be the missing link, the guy that bridges that gap, that makes the first team unit a much better team defensive unit. Make no mistake about it, Clemson won that game against Florida State on defense. Just to be clear, they won on defense. It, Florida State, in their prior four games, their worst shooting performance was 49.1 or 49.3. That was against Duke. That was their worst shooting performance. The other three games, they were at 53% or above. So as a team heading into this game, even though they don't shoot the three particularly well, as a team heading into this game, they were shooting about 52 or 3% the last four games. They didn't shoot that the other night. Clemson shut them down. They made life very difficult for Florida State. Very, very difficult. This is a game, I promise you, without P.J. Hall, this is a game earlier in the year that Clemson would not have won. It would not have won this game. And that's the difference that Jack Clark has made. Quick break. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with free finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. The Dream Center is more than a building. They serve those in need with a hand up instead of a hand out by empowering them to grow toward becoming healthy and self-sufficient through life skill classes, job training, mentorship, and a housing program called the Opportunity Village. Want to get involved? It's easy. Sign up to attend a volunteer orientation learn how you can serve with your school group, corporation, or individually. The Dream Center, where they encourage, educate, and empower. Learn more today at dreamcenterpc.org. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all states to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE-quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The college football games may have ended, but the offseason is just getting started. And we have you covered all year long. These fans need to calm down. The big game hype is real. I can't wait. They really need to produce for their fans. The Roar, where every day is game day. Feeling my way through the darkness Guided by a beating heart I can't tell where the journey will end But I know where to start Welcome to the Red Rage. We're back. Let me tell you about Nick Lavery. Do you need someone who knows the law on your side? Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, will help you get what you deserve. Nick's office is conveniently located downtown Clemson, 115 Strode Circle. Nick's been serving our Clemson upstate community for more than 20 years. His areas of practice include workman's cop, if you're injured at work, everything seems to go into a tailspin, medical costs, recovery, losing your paycheck, it all adds up to stress, uncertainty about the future. If you're following a workman's cop claim on top of everything you're going through, it can be overwhelming. Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help you. DUI, been charged with the DUI. It's a devastating event, can disrupt your entire life. You've been charged, it's vital to get the advice of a South Carolina DUI lawyer. You know, look, being charged doesn't automatically mean you're guilty. It means you're going to have to head to court to, rec- to face the charges. You're going to need a quality South Carolina DUI lawyer. Nick Lavery can help you. Boat, car, motorcycle accident, been injured in a car, motorcycle, boating accident. It's time to call Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, to evaluate your case. The consultation and phone call are completely free. As always, wrongful death. If your family's faced with the decision to file a wrongful death lawsuit, it's important to know exactly what you need, how to get what you deserve. Look, if your loved one dies due to someone else's negligence, it's time for justice. Nick Lavery will help you find it. And Nick's been on both sides of the law. He's been a prosecutor as well. Uh, schedule your free consultation today, 864-654-3680, 864-654-3680, or visit online, nicklaverylaw.com, nicklavery, L-A-V-E-R-Y, nicklaverylaw.com. Look, to this question of whether I'm a little worried about PJ and Ian in terms of the nature of their injuries, yeah, I am. I, I'm, I am a little worried. I mean, I, I can't deny that. Um but I do think this team has a, has a lot of answers, and uh, and those two guys are, are are warriors, and they'll play they'll play through uh, their injuries. They've been doing that. Uh, are there going to be days that you know that, that these things are worse than others? Yeah, I would imagine so. And we're just going to have to watch how that uh, plays out down the stretch. But uh, but this team is. You know, you listen, you're going to we're heading towards an NCAA tournament where Clemson does not have to worry at all about whether they're in or not. They're in. The only question is seed. And I've been saying that for a while now, that Clemson is just playing for seed. That's why that Duke thing still stings a little bit. You know, uh, I mean, look, so does giving away that first Georgia Tech game, quite honestly. And that one was the one game all year that Clemson sort of gave away. Nine-point lead, minute 30-something left, and sort of gave that deal away. Would you like to have that back? Yeah, everybody probably has a game they'd like to have back. Uh, everybody. Uh, there's no There are no unbeaten teams in the country. I mean, Connecticut got whacked at Creighton. I'm sure they'd like to have that game back. You know, that's just the nature of, of the game of basketball. But the hose job at Cameron, uh, again, that still stings a little bit because because – 
you would be talking about a Clemson team that's like a mortal lock certainty of a top four seed had that game uh, been officiated fairly. A mortal lock certainty. That worst case scenario, a four. Now, look, you still got to take care of business down the stretch. You got Pitt, uh, and Pitt's a, a dangerous team. We'll talk a little bit about them uh, later. But, you know, let me explain to you what's changed in, in regard to in regard to Clark. Um, and, oh, by the way, Texter wrote me and said, Walt, you were spot on with Texter um, 376. Appreciate the kind words. He writes, Walt, you were spot on with your assessment of how Jack Clark would impact this team eventually. Another reason you're the best in the business. We're lucky to have you covering our Tigers. Thank you very much. Very kind of you. Appreciate the uh, kind words. Uh, on the Clark factor, uh, understand this, okay? I'm going to give you an example. When Clemson played Florida State the first time, you had a matchup, a strange, strange matchup with Ian Shefflin and Matthew Cleveland guarding each other. Um, that matchup on the one side for Clemson on the offensive end, you wondered whether you wondered whether Cleveland could stand up physically, how he would rebound against Ian Shufflin, whether Ian could just take him in the torture chamber and kill him. And then you wondered how on earth Ian was going to be able to level off Matthew Cleveland and and stay in front of him on on drives when he has to guard him twenty feet from the basket. Well, I think the answer was in the first game that Cleveland had like twenty three or twenty four points, and it. it it's just a tough matchup. It's it's actually a tough matchup on both sides. It's one of those things where there's not really going to be a winner. There's going to be like uh, a push, and each side's going to win some of the time. The guy you didn't have then was Clark because that changes the matchups because he's a guy who can take these dudes away. You know, and many times this year, this goes all the way back to last year. Many times this year, you know, Ian has uh, had his way. But on the defensive end, sometimes he gets matched up with guys that that are difficult covers for him, that are that are quick, athletic guys that that are playing face-up games and that want to take you off the bounce. Clark has given you this this totally missing ingredient. He's not just a, a wing that. He's not. This is not a six-seven wing who can who can play some defense and, and do some things. This guy is six-ten, and he's athletic and agile and nimble, and he defends and he can defend any position. And he has long arms. We've watched him defend the post. We've watched him defend the post. People have a hard time getting shots off against this guy. He is blocking some shots. He's changing some shots. He's rebounding like a demon. He's rebounding out of his area. And and he has changed the nature of Clemson's team defense dramatically. We've talked at length about the guards and the issue with rebounding and that it needed to be a full team function. And I suggested another positive about Clark is that he's going to make up for some of that guard rebounding. And he has. This is a guy who can dominate and control games for Clemson without even scoring. And really, that's what we saw the other day. He was an enormous piece against Florida State. And, I mean, he barely scratched offensively. He has changed the entire makeup of this team. Chase played well. Chase continues to play well. You know, uh, I, there was a lot of negativity uh, about Chase much of the year. I saw it, and 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 look, he knew he knew he wasn't playing well. I mean, I I said it on the show. He just he wasn't. He he had lost his confidence. Well, it's back, and I I wanted him to mix it up more, and I think he's done that too. But he's hit big shots, and he's still the guy in end game situations when Clemson needs a guy at the end of the shot clock. Or at the end of the game, it's going to be that guy who's the one. He's going to be that guy. He's going to be that dude. And he's delivering. And Joe Girard is delivering in a big way. And one of the things that is starting to happen, and it's another reason that Clemson was able to beat Florida State without Hall and without PJ and without Ian contributing offensively, 
one of the things that's starting to happen, and it's taken much of the year, but the blend between the two guards, between Chase and Joe Girard, is finally fine-tuned. These guys have been searching about how to play with and off each other all year. I really felt that in a loss, the one thing I said this then, in the in the one loss that Clemson's had in the last six games or whatever it is against NC State, I thought the positive that came out of that game was that I thought for the first 15 minutes of the second half, the on-court relationship between Chase Hunter and Joe Girard was the best I had seen it all year. They seem to they seem to have finally found out how to play with and off each other. There's no magic formula for that, people. It, 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 you can't just, you know, wish it true. You can't just bring a star player in from Syracuse uh, and and think he's just going to automatically fit in with the, your, your in-house star guard. It, it just it doesn't work that way. It's taken, I think, much of the year to, for those two guys to sort of find their rhythm playing with with each other. And I think they found it now. I think they have found out how they can both coexist offensively and how they can both make each other better players. And I believe we are starting to see that right now. And I think it's taken this long. Again, I would go back to the first 15 minutes. You want to go do a film study? Go back and watch the first 15 minutes of the the second half uh, of the NC State Clemson game because I think that's where you really started to see it. And it's continued since then. So that's really good news for Clemson coming down the stretch because what they're proving is they can find other ways to win. They can find other ways to win now. So if one player, if P.J. Hall is in foul trouble, they can find another way to win. You know, when you get to tournament basketball, no one's going to feel sorry for you if P.J. Hall plays 15 minutes. You know, you're going to be out unless you can find another way to win. Clemson is starting to find other ways to win. That doesn't mean you still don't want to go to your bread and butter. You do. But it's good when you don't have it to know that, okay, these guys get it now. Chase and Joe are playing well together. Those two guys can give me 40 points if I need it on a given night together. Tennessee Steve. Steve, how are you? Wanted to uh, talk about the uh, Clemson game because I watched 75% of that, 25% of the Tennessee game. Don't tell my don't tell my brethren <laughs> up there in Tennessee, but but uh, it was a it was a better game to watch. And you're 100% right because that's what I took from the game too was uh, Gerard Hunter and Clark playing and the bench play because without that they don't win. But, Right with uh, yeah, with PJ Hall foul trouble. Not yeah, again, really if this was a game, right? If this was a game from earlier in the season, Steve, no way Clemson wins this game. No, no way they win this game. They were just not connected defensively. They didn't have that Clark factor. They didn't have Chase playing well. Chase and Joe hadn't figured it out yet, and it was a team that was heavily reliant on on PJ and Ian. Uh, that game was played early in the year. There's no way you win that game. Yeah, I mean, just three or four weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you know that. Just that uh, long ago, they probably don't win. But they officiating again. It was only one play, and you really couldn't see what Hall did to get the technical until the replay. He didn't do that much. But I was just thinking about if they had replay in the NFL. Because it's all, always the person who retaliates that gets the flag, but they they never replay it in the NFL to have double personal fouls, and that struck me, you know, right when it happened. They just don't do it, and sometimes I wish they would because it would even things out a little bit. Well, they got it. I think they got it right in this case, and I think PJ would even tell you that you know he threw a little bit of an elbow. It wasn't much, but you still, I, I, I still think when you look at that on review, it's probably the right call. And I'll say this too: I actually thought for once 
there were some calls that actually went Clemson's way in this game. I, I thought there were some. I thought there were some calls that sort of, you know, if I was the opponent in this game, I might have been shaking my head at a little bit. Uh, so, so you know, uh, this was the one rare example of, uh, of of Clemson maybe getting some calls in a game overall. Yeah, yes, and it, and those calls happened at a time where they needed them. At least a couple of them did, uh, t- because uh, they did make a run, and you know was uh, you know wondering there for a little bit. But the better team won. No oh, yeah. two ways about yeah, that. No question. No question. Yep, and and one without their best player, uh, really playing, really without their best player even on the court. So, yeah, 100%. Thank you, Steve. Good speaking with you as always. Yeah, uh, that's the case. Uh, by the way, Texas said Dean Dean Smith, four corners, plus significant talent advantage, two national championships aided by Fred Blount, Fred Brown's uh, miscue, the turnover, passed the ball uh, directly to, uh, to North Carolina. And then uh, the Chris Webber technical timeout with none remaining with 29 seconds left. There's <laughs> a texture who's got some uh, North Carolina history and uh, doesn't want to let them forget it. I sort of, I, I sort of like it. Uh, quick break. You can get in if you want. Bob Mahoney will join us at four. We'll turn our attention to Clemson uh, baseball at that time. Quick break. This Tuesday night, the Clemson Tigers are back home inside Little John Coliseum as they take on the Pitt Panthers. After defeating the Panthers for the first ACC win of the season, the Tigers look to complete the sweep at home. Broadcast begins at 6.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Dr. David Maruz, D.C. in Greenville, South Carolina, is here to guide you on your journey toward a pain-free life from peripheral neuropathy. And here's the exciting news. Take advantage of their limited time offer. Your initial Sumas laser treatment is just $79. Take the first step towards a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation with Dr. David Maruz, D.C. And schedule your initial treatment for only $79, absolutely commitment-free. Relieve peripheral neuropathy pain now. The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have as strong a tire as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company, a winning combination since 1973. Call them today and be sure to check them out at PendletonTire.com. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data? $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan? At an amazing price? With no contracts? Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean... Totalmente. Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help. 
Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA. And go to gawon'twait.com. Your Clemson football destination. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Texas are asking me about uh, review of a goaltending situation, uh, multiple stoppages later. Uh, I've done this forever. All right, I don't remember seeing that before. I, I, I'm, I guess I must have seen it, but I just I don't recall it. I think that's nonsense. Um, I, look, I think the truth is. Golden is just play on unless it happens maybe in the last two minutes. Unless it happens within the last two minutes, I, I think I just think it's play on. I, I don't I don't think you go review it. I don't think you do any of that. But you certainly don't review it ten minutes later. What are you going to do? Call me up after the game and tell me, hey, we had that goal ten wrong. I mean, I, how long are you to wait? I mean, I, if you're going to do that, it's got to be the first stoppage to me that you're going to review that. I just don't think you can come back five minutes later and say, oh, yeah, we're changing that goaltending call. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I, <laughs> well. Yeah, I just think, I, I think that's just ridiculous. And if if that is within the framework of the rules, then it needs to be altered. Um, so, yeah. He, uh, Ramona, Texter said this. Texter 404 wrote, uh, Walt, do you think Jack Clark will match up against Hinson tomorrow night? That's from Steve. I said, I do, Steve. I've been thinking the exact same thing. He said, thanks. Great analysis and coverage on Clemson basketball. Keep up the great work. Love it. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate the kind of words. But it was Steve who who, uh, who actually wrote that. I was thinking that on my way in. Uh, I, I think that's what changes again from the first game against Pitt. You know, Hinson is a tough matchup. He's a tough matchup for a whole assortment of reasons. One is he has an old man's game. You know, he'll back you into the lane and and uh, and and back you and he'll spin off you and he'll make this array of of little uh, you know, feet still on the ground, fadeaways, tough shots that that he's just a shot making machine in the lane. But he's also a forty percent plus three point shooter, which helps him even more because you have to guard him at the line. If you don't guard him at the line, he'll kill you from there. He's a multi-level scorer. He's the living, breathing definition of a multi-level scorer. And that's what makes him such a hard cover. Plus, he's, you know, he's like 6'7", 6'8", and 230, 235. So he can carve out space with himself. He's got that Adrian Dantley, eh? <laughs> so he can carve out space for himself, old man style. Um, he's just a, he's a very tough matchup. But... Uh, but yes, I, I would expect that you are going to see Clark. I, I, I'm interested to see how all the rest of the matchups transpire, but I would think that you're going to see Clark on Henson. And and I think Clark is the living, breathing uh, definition of the kind of guy you want to be able to put on Henson. And, and honestly, answer this question. And Pittsburgh's a different team than they were early in the year. Your freshman guard has grown up a little bit. But to answer me this question, if you didn't have Clark, who are you putting on Henson? See, 
that's the dilemma. You know, you you just didn't have a matchup for this guy prior. Now you do if that's the direction you want to go in. Uh, so yeah, I would expect that, and um, and you know, I think he's he's potentially uh, Hinson's kryptonite. We shall we'll see how that plays out. But I I, I believe that. I believe he's just completely transformed. And, you know, Texter asked me a little bit ago, well, can you imagine if we had had him all year? Right. And that was the plan. That was the plan. So, yep, 100%. Ted said we got the rebound and uh, and put back. True. But, again, I'm not sure anything after the goal 10 uh, counts. I, I don't think anything after the decision counts. I, I don't think there's a way – that you can uh, be concerned with uh, be concerned with that anything that happens afterward so I said the ability to review that it's new this year seen it a time or two idiotic to be able to go back minutes later and rip points off the board yeah it's nonsense it's nonsense uh, Illini Jim coming to you in a second um, Dexter said why are you so concerned with Clemson's tournament see when everyone else is playing for second place to UConn I figured you'd be all over the Huskies well I mean, I think that's how uh, the nation views it. But, you know, Connecticut lost. What happened to Illini Jai? Can Illini Jai get back in? Connecticut lost to uh, Creighton. You know, it's uh, no one is above being beaten. Uh, plus, you know, hopefully from Clemson's standpoint, they can go quite a while without having to worry about that. Maybe make Connecticut somebody else's problem. Who knows? You know, who Who knows? Uh, you still have to win every time out. You know, the uh, things can happen in basketball games. I mean, Donovan Klingon could sprain his ankle. Things could ha- can happen. Uh, nobody is invincible. And and we've learned that. And Connecticut may be the most invincible, but you know, you don't even know if they're going to be in your region. Uh, you know, there are a lot of other reasons to play and succeed in the tournament whether you ultimately win a national title or not. Um, you know, th- this is, and, and this seating is going to be uh, new ground for Clemson. So that's another reason I'm concerned. Plus, the seating uh, in many cases determines. Look, Mike Shashevsky for a million years did bent over backwards to protect his seating in this tournament every way he could because he knew that's how he had a chance to win. And and honestly, given the way Duke performed in many of those tournaments under Shashevsky, you know why they needed that advantage. Why they didn't play any road games until the ACC Big Ten Challenge developed. Well, when they were forced to. But up until then, they played no road games. The only games they played were neutral site games in their home away from home in New Jersey. Which I still haven't figured all that out. But but yeah. Um, I think that it's... Um, he's a guy for years and years protected his seed. Played for a seed, protected his seed. You know, uh, never faced the the type of criticism he should have for failing to play road games. But Clemson went out this year and played road games. I'm telling you right now, if if that Duke game had not been ripped by Clemson, Clemson would be looking at maybe a three seed, which is just remarkable. And we want we sometimes forget that. Regardless, you know, uh, barring some sort of complete uh, injury riddled tank job here down the stretch. Clemson's going to play this tournament from a very high seed. Um, as of today, I, I still think I still think four is in play. I, I, I've suggested for several weeks, even when people were sort of down on them or didn't think they were, you know, a top twenty or twenty-five caliber team, I did, and I have felt that that this team was going to be a five seed and or better, and I still think so. I still think so. Um, Texas said, what a dumb process. We don't care what seed because UConn is going to win, question mark. They're kids. It's a game. Anybody can win once you get there. That's a fact. You, you know, again, you never know what's going to happen in the way one game is officiated, the way uh, the way an injury occurs. I mean, you know, let me give an example. And this works against Clemson, too, from a P.J. Hall standpoint. But Donovan Klingon picked up two fouls in the first five minutes against in that game at Creighton, and it changed the entire game. He couldn't play. It's, it, 
it sent him to the bench. And even when he did play, he had to he couldn't guard the way he normally guards. Fouls are not just. We always look at fouls and think, well, this just this it just means that uh, well he's not going to play the same amount of minutes or that type of thing, and he and he's going to be lost to us in that regard. But it's more than that. It impacts the way you guard. It means you can't play defense the way you normally would because you can't afford to foul. So you you become a worse player defensively, and your team defense suffers as a result. That's why it you know up until this game against Florida State, why it's been so vital all year that PJ stay out of foul trouble. Now the other parts of this game that we haven't really got to yet is uh, is is R.J. Goffrey, um, who. I just love. I think dude is a ward that. You know, he he is. Uh, I, what I love most about him is he just attacks the rim. And there's no eight foot, ten foot, twelve foot fadeaways. I mean, everything is at the rim. That's why dude is shooting sixty three percent or whatever he's shooting from the field is because mostly he lays the ball in right at the rim. He just goes through people. He explodes through them. He powers through them, and he. And he relentlessly attacks the rim. And quite honestly, he was playing so well in that game the other night that the the PJ loss wasn't really felt to the degree that you would have expected it to be felt. Now, again, that does not mean you don't want PJ back and stand on the court. It just means it's nice to have a guy that you can bring in. The other part I was thinking about is this. We got a little glimpse of the future against Florida State in that regard. You know, one of the things we've talked about is what does this team look like next year when, when P.J.'s not there? And I think there are a lot of answers. I think R.J. Gottfried is one of those answers. Now, I still think this team wants to add another big man, a true five piece, you know, a, a 6'9", 6'10", aircraft carrier that can play, that can give you a, a 10 and 10 guy. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know where he is. I don't know if that's happening. Uh, but I think you still want to add that piece. But it was nice to see what it looks like when R.J. Goffrey is actually in the game and and you know some of these other guys are playing. And, and Goffrey really stepped up. What do you have, 12 points and six boards? The, the, the one thing he's going to have to work on is free throw shooting because of the way he plays, he's going to get to the foul line next year. There's going to be more minutes for R.J. Goffrey, more points, and more free throw attempts, and he's going to have to he's going to have to shoot better than 48 percent from the free throw line. So you know that's something I'm sure he'll work at. He's a great kid. I've heard him interviewed on the the Tiger Hour, and uh, and you'll hear that tonight, by the way, and not the R.J. Goffrey version, but you know a version, uh, but. But yeah, I think he's, um, I think he's a he's an energizer, um, he's an energy giver, and uh, I can't wait to see what it looks like next year when he actually does get more minutes. I think there are a lot of answers next year before we're before we even get to this ACC tourney and this postseason. I, I think even looking ahead, you got a little bit of glimpse of what some of it could look like. And Wiggins will take another step. Wiggins will take another step. Wiggins is still figuring it out. When he figures it out. He has a chance to be dangerous. Now, are there are there areas that you wonder whether he'll ever really be elite? Yes, he, you know, he's a little bit of a yin yang player, and you know, and Godfrey is sort of his other side, and Clark is sort of his other side. Um, but he's got to get better in those areas. Got to get better. Got to get stronger, uh, which I think he'll be able to do in the off season. Uh, but we saw a lot of a lot of positives. Um, in terms of what at least some of the baseline might look like uh, a year from now. And, of course, uh, that will include Ian as well. Hey, uh, let me tell you about Canty. Water in the crawl, crawl space can sit there for months or years. Standing water in the home can damage the foundation. Rot wooden beams and joists. It, it, it's not good. It's less than good. It causes mold and mildew. That's less than good. You don't really want to be breathing that crap. It contributes to unhealthy air inside the home. As I just said, you don't want to be breathing that crap. Standing water, that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems for you in your home if not addressed. Canty, even wood rot. Canty Foundation Specialists are your trusted local expert in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Don't wait until your floor starts to cave in. Canty offers solutions to any home or budget. 
Even the smallest leaks aren't going to get better over time. So call Canty today, 1-803-373-0949. 1-803-373-0949. Canty offers free inspections, lifetime warranties, financings available if needed, cracks in your exterior interior walls, uneven floors or doors, windows that are hard to open. Call 1-803-373-0949. Visit their website, cantycanfixit.com. C-A-N-T-E-Y, cantycanfixit.com. Hey, uh... A little bit concerned about the uh, about PJ and Ian, uh, but uh, this team is rolling, rolling, rolling as we're headed down the stretch. So get on the train because uh, this team is a big time threat. They are they are absolutely made for turning basketball. This team is experienced. They have a lot of answers, and they're a great free throw shooting team, especially in the clutch. Gerard apparently is never going to miss again from the foul line. Walter to the Road Rage. Bob Mahoney next. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASC certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at saltyfries.com. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here letting you know if you want to stay on top during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What makes tree care in the upstate different than other parts of the country? In Greenville, Anderson, Easley area, we have a lot of bugs and disease. We have a long growing season, so there's lots of opportunity for bugs to attack our trees and shrubs and and different cycles for different bugs. But we're seeing really good results with keeping up with the programs to take care of our trees and shrubs. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. Gastroenterology Associates, the largest and most experienced gastroenterology.